It's Saturday night. The kids are in bed. Which means we did it. We survived another week. So let's talk about it. From our latest homebrew project. To kids crafting projects. It's just talking life with two young kids and two dogs. Grab your favorite beverage. Sit back. Relax. And see where the conversation takes us. Sometimes we don't even know until we get there. This is the Craft Parenting Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Craft Parenting. My name is Joe Ludwig, and with me is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going, Caroline? So tired. This weekend was so fun, but so exhausting. It was a lot of work. I mean, the kid had a great time. She saw purple elephants at least two or three times over the course of the weekend, so that means she was having a blast. And which kid are we talking about again? Because I, I believe we have two of them. That's not including the furry ones. Um, I think the girl child lily think she's two now uh subtract five carry the four yeah she's two now she's two as in it's her birthday yep hey lily it's your birthday we're gonna party like it's your birthday and we did party like it was her birthday because it was almost her birthday well most people sure already knew that it's her birthday because we already did an entire episode dedicated to lily and her birthday oh yeah tired brain forgot that but we recorded about two weeks early so that episode at least but this episode we're recording the week of lily's birthday so happy birthday again lily you get to celebrate twice Woohoo! So we have another great show planned out for you today. We are going to talk about someone else's birthday. There must be a birthday, I wonder for who. There must be a birthday right here in this room. So look all around you for somebody who is laughing and smiling. My goodness, it's my husband. <laughs> He's so very ancient and he smells like, I don't know. I, I was going to say something about smelly and then I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with ancient. <laughs> But there's the old standby of you look like a monkey and you smell like one too, but neither of those things apply. So you smell like beer because we're currently drinking beer. Thank you. (laughs) My brain is mush. But yes, it is my birthday as well in September. Lily doesn't take the entire month, just the first half of the month. Um, pretty sure she gets all of the month. I'll allow it. It's fun to share, share September. It's a great month to have a birthday. I mean, it's my favorite month, actually. June's the best, but we already talked about that. Yeah. So for our loyal listeners, if you, if you go back into the catalog, you'll see an episode titled the one where Caroline gets old. Yep. Because I'm 30, flirty, and thriving. Yes. And you gave me a look when I titled that episode and it went out. But I had in mind that I was going to title this episode the one where, where Joe turns ancient. So. I mean, you are ancient, though. So. Yeah. I mean, if you're old, that I'm ancient because I'm older than you. Yeah. I mean, I know some dirt that's younger than you. So we'll talk about all about me and my birthday and what makes me tick and stuff, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out (laughs) but first let's talk about what we did this week so hot much heat (laughs) no rain but the husky enjoyed it (laughs) that's a weird thing to say I mean, I have video of her rolling in the grass in the middle of the yard, zero shade, just baking herself in the sun as I am just like, ah, AC God, you are the best. She's weird. But Sunday was a little crazy and we went a little out of our routine because we wanted to record an episode about Oktoberfest because we know a thing or two about Oktoberfest and we have a friend who knows a lot of things about Oktoberfest. So on Sunday, we hung out around the house and while the children mostly napped, we were able to record an episode. So thank you, Lily and Elliot, for cooperating and letting us hang out with some friends that we don't get to hang out with that often. Yeah, it was it was nice to hang out with them. Great people. You should go check out the episode that we wrote because it came out last week. Yeah, and we didn't tell any super embarrassing stories about ourselves. 
But we did about some other people. We made them ribs, so we we bribed them to come over. We did. We like cooking, though, so that helps. I don't know if Crock-Pot counts as cooking. I do it all the time. It's the better way to cook. Yeah. You get less things dirty. You don't have to worry about your house burning down because your oven's on all day trying to cook a thing. You just plug in your Crock-Pot and go to work, and you come home and realize that you were slowly torturing the dogs all day. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't care because your dinner is delicious. That's why we crockpot. I'm not against crockpots. I didn't grow up with a crockpot. I think it's, I think everyone should do it, really. They're the best. It's so easy, but I don't know that it's like a five-star restaurant <laughs> quality, <laughs> necessarily. The night before, I made my own seasoning rub and I put the rub on the night before. Mm-hmm. So it, I guess, marinated. I don't know if. If that counts as marinade. It's a marinade or a dry brine. Something. Um, I don't know if it made a difference, but it sat in the refrigerator overnight. Mm -hmm. In the morning, I threw it in the crock pot and voila, five hours later, it was ready. So on Monday, Elliot had a a checkup. Yep. He had a six month checkup. He is not as big as I thought he was going to be, but he's still really big. So he's almost 20 pounds. He's 27 inches long and he's happy and healthy and I'm still recovering from my tendonitis because our children are huge and hard to pick up but I love them dearly and he has such a good smile and you had a rowdy coworker. I did and I needed to figure out how to complain to HR but I didn't know who to talk to <laughs> so because of the way my schedule worked out on Monday it made more sense for me to work from home than go into the office because I would have only been able to work like two hours if I would have actually driven into the office so once I started working Lily noticed that I was home and doing things and she wanted to participate so she sat at the desk next to mine that has our desktop computer set up on it and even though the computer is off she was busy typey typing on the keyboard and then she'd click the mouse and she'd typey type on the keyboard <laughs> and then she'd click the mouse like she was actually attempting to do things it was adorable and then we're like okay you need to like go somewhere else so mommy can actually work which she was not happy about so we finally appeased her by setting up the splash pad in the backyard and so she ran around the backyard with grandma and played on the splash pad and then got yelled at because one, she was screaming bloody murder during that hour on Mondays when I have nonstop meetings. Yeah, before we started the splash pad, she was not happy. Yeah, and I was on a meeting. I was presenting on a meeting and then he took her outside and I guess right behind my desk in the basement there, that's where the water goes. So it's really loud when you turn on the hose. Yeah. And I was in my second meeting for that and I was also talking trying to talk <laughs> couldn't hear myself sure it would have been fine if i would have been in the far side of the basement but where the tenants are where i w- originally was yeah so lily had fun on the splash pad and then as she had to do she needed to come in so she could get ready for nap time and since the splash pad was a last minute decision she wore clothes not a swimsuit so before she came in the house we took off her outer clothes so she was just in a diaper and she decided she was going to continue to work next to her mother. So she's sitting at the computer next to me in a diaper, typey typing away as I'm like, uh, this isn't appropriate workplace attire. <laughs> um, I need you to put on some clothes. Uh... And so we eventually got Lily upstairs and got her dressed and calmed down enough to take a nap because she just really wanted to be by me. So working from home does not go well for me, apparently. Or I just have to work in the dining room. She can see me all the time. Yeah, or you have to pretend to go to work and then... Go hide in the basement? No, hide in the in the library, but don't let her see you. But she knows how to find me down there. We'll figure out something. So after I got done with work, we finally put Elliot's room together. So Larry had been really awesome and he painted Elliot's room on Wednesday and Friday two weeks ago. So we were all done painting his room so I could finally hang up the artwork and rearrange his furniture and mount his dresser back to the wall. And since we were doing that, we also mounted Lily's bookshelf to the wall so we could attempt to do an overnight in her toddler bed. Oh no. 
Yeah, but she didn't sleep in the toddler bed that night. No, because we didn't get everything finished. Larry finished everything Tuesday, and Tuesday night she slept in her toddler bed. And she's been sleeping in her toddler bed ever since. Knock on wood. Oh, wait, that's going to make the dogs bark. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. Lazy dogs. They didn't even notice. So now Lily sleeps in her big girl bed. And Elliot has a bedroom that is mostly themed out. There's there's still two Winnie the Pooh hangings on the wall. I don't know what I'm going to replace those with. I'll figure it out eventually. Or where we're going to put them. Yeah. We need a bigger house. But talk about the artwork. For for Lily's room, Winnie the Pooh is very easy to find stuff for. And we ended up finding some like relatively mass made art to put into Lily's room for her 100 acre wood theme. For Elliot, I wanted to go more towards local artists if possible. So a friend put me in contact with a local artist named Jerry Shields. And she had already had a squid painting on her website that you could buy as a matte print. And I was like, hey, I would like three more things that are similar to this, but not this to go with an under the sea theme. Here's a picture of our mobile. Here's kind of what the color on the wall looks like. Go. (laughs) So we talked price options, kind of what direction we wanted to go into. And she had artwork for me in about a month, which was way sooner than she had quoted me. So I was super happy. And then it kind of sat on the dining room table for a month. I was going to (laughs) say... While we finished getting his room together. And now we have a blog post about how you can see Elliot's room in its current glory. Until Lily comes through and throws all of his books on the floor. He was in her room today doing that to her bookshelf. Well, (laughs) don't dish it if you can't take it. (laughs) What are the paintings? Is it a squid? Yeah, so squid was the original one. And then she made me a shark and eel and... The the teacher at Fighting Nemo. Oh, a manta uh, manta ray. Yeah. So we have a squid, an eel, a shark, and a manta ray. And they look really cute. And they're kind of cartoony. They are kind of cartoony, but they're super cute. And she sent me the rough drafts and was like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, they're adorable. And she was like, oh, sweet. (laughs) Like, I think she was looking for some kind of critique. And I was like, no, they're great. And then she sent me the second draft with all the coloring. And I was like, they got even cuter. And she's like, oh, I guess I'll go print these now then. (laughs) Now you can go to her website and you can purchase these prints from her website. But. But if I wanted to have these prints to be exclusive to us, then it would have gotten really expensive. But Hmm. because I said that she would be allowed to sell on her website, we were all good. And then I could have paid and I might still pay, but I don't know what exactly I would want yet to do two new prints, one for Lily and one for Elliot, where I would include their name. And then she would take their name out to sell it on her website. But I don't know what I want yet. Elliot also has his name on the wall. Yep. You got that from some random person on Etsy. Yeah, so we wanted to put Lily's name in her room. So I was looking for like the wood carving signs of people's names and I found something on Etsy and they were having a sale and I was like, oh, sweet. I think it was around Christmas time. So I got one for Lily and then since we didn't know, well, we did know, but we weren't telling people so we didn't want to have to hide anything. We waited until after Elliot was born to order his sign and then I finally got to hang that on Monday. We knew he was a boy. We didn't know his name though. We had it narrowed down down but we still weren't like until we have filled out the paperwork for the birth certificate it's up in the air yeah because i mean you could look at your kid and be like mm, i don't know if this fits you we gotta think of something else yeah so i, I like his room we kind of rearranged the furniture too yeah so it's a little bit of a different space it's not exactly the same as it was when lily lived in there so tuesday you went back to the office yep and then wednesday was a bit of a crazy day you dropped off the kids and then on my way home from work i picked up the water slide for lily's birthday party because i borrowed a water slide from a friend and then i had to rush to pick up the kids and then rush to drop off the kids because it was date night without the kids. So we had talked about taking the kids to Taft's Purporium on Tuesday, but Elliot fell asleep like right before we were going to leave. We're like, oh, I guess we'll just stay home then. Yeah. So Wednesday we went without the kids and it was nice. There was a band playing. It's like a bluegrass. Yeah, it was a bluegrass band called Moonshine Drive. They were nice. They had a good fiddle player. And then when we came home, Elliot was sleeping, but Lily was still up. We had to put Lily to bed, but that was fine. She liked to see her mommy and daddy and get some snuggles before bed. I 
I believe that was the first night. No, Tuesday was the first night she slept in her bed. Yes. So Tuesday night was the first night she slept in her bed. At night. Yep. She slept in it during nap time before. Mm-hmm. You want to do kind of like a transition. We did the similar. We did a similar thing with the kids from the bassinet to the crib, where they would nap in the crib during the day, but then in the bassinet at night. So we did the same thing for Lily's bed. And so that seems to be going well because she's used to the space and she likes it. Mom said she woke up in from a nap and then went to sleep in the chair in her crib in her room. So whatever floats her boat, as long as she's <laughs> sleeping, I don't care. And then Thursday, we're all hanging out, getting dinner ready, and Elliot started to crawl. <gasps> it was just a little crawl. Yeah. I mean, he's still like, well, he's not still. He was super wobbly. And he'd get like two or three steps, then he'd fall over. But it was definitely forward momentum with purpose, not forward momentum for the sake of forward momentum. Oh, yeah. Once he starts, he's not going to stop. No. And he has not stopped. He moves a bunch. You never know where you will find him. And even when we were eating dinner on Thursday he was like half rolling half crawling we let him hang out on the floor because he was being good and I would look over and he'd be sitting up in the middle of the living room and I'd eat a few bites check on Lily look at Elliot he'd be in the corner of the living room so every time I looked at him he would pop up sitting in a different spot so I never knew where exactly he was going to be. He was cute. I don't think he knew. <laughs> Probably not. So Friday, after we picked up the kids, we had dinner, put the kids to bed, and then we had a super awesome date night. To Kroger. Yep. <laughs> because when you're married with two children, sometimes going to Kroger is what your date night is. But really, we had to buy supplies for Lily's birthday party. We thought we had enough meat, but we needed to buy buns and appetizers and sides. So we picked up supplies for Lily's birthday party and then crashed. And Saturday morning, I went through and checked the freezer and was wor- and was worried that we didn't have enough food. So, well, Friday night, I was worried I hadn't ordered enough cake. So we picked up some extra cupcakes to make sure we would have enough for everyone. And then Saturday morning, after we picked up Lily's cakes I realized oh hey no we were fine why did I do that we have so much cake (laughs) so we picked up Lily's cake and we did a last minute Kroger run where Lily got balloons she was super stoked about the balloons she was and then she still is she still they're still down there it's so cute and then we made everybody go take a nap because it was nap time and while everyone was napping we finalized the house for party time so for the most part, everybody that came over was family, but we had some of Joe's side come over, some of my side come over, and a handful of friends that basically are family. And the kids ran around on the water slide for two hours. I turned the water slide on at five <laughs> and turned it off at seven, partially flooding the backyard because if I didn't turn the water slide off, they weren't going to get off of it. And mostly that was Lily. <laughs> she was purple. She was purple and shivering and did not want to stop. The funny thing about that is I was over on the side on the porch, back porch, Mm -hmm. grilling. And I kind of early on in the party, like within that first hour, I started feeling a few drops. And I'm just grilling, minding my own business. Then all of a sudden it starts pouring, which is, of course, problematic for their grill. So, but anyway, um, the kids, it's like they didn't even notice. Oh, they noticed. Not at first. But they didn't care because they were already wet. So we got Lily's presents under shelter because Lily's presents were in the middle of the patio. And then we just kind of all hung out while it poured down rain and the kids continued to run around the slide. Yeah, it was the weirdest kind of rain because you could see the sun out. That's called a happy rain. Yeah. So it was literally just one cloud. But it rained for forever. (laughs) It did. It rained longer than I thought. We thought it would be like a five minute thing. It was more like a 10 minute, 15, 20 minute thing. But everybody stayed dry except for the kids who were already wet. Yeah. All the adults were packed into the sunroom even though we... No, we were under canopies too. I hung out under a canopy. 90% of the adults were in the sunroom. It was packed. That's my point. The sunroom is packed. So fortunately, the rain didn't last too long. And so once we got all the kids dried off and managed to get Lily to eat some food, we opened presents. 
I was very proud of all of our families. I had put through the request that your presence is presence enough. If you have to buy Lily anything, get her art supplies because she likes art things. And they complied for the most part. We got some Barbie dolls, which is fine. Lily's getting to the point where Barbie dolls are a thing. We just have to keep them away from Elliot. Why? Because he'll try to eat the shoes. And then he will eat the shoes. They come with shoes? Yes. Oh my goodness, we have to educate Joe about Barbie dolls. I am well-versed in Barbie dolls. I was surprised that they weren't naked. Okay, no, you are (laughs) well-versed in naked Barbie dolls in the bathtub because that's where your sister played with Barbie dolls. I played with my Barbie dolls fully clothed in their dollhouse for the most part. Is this the same dollhouse that had an elevator? It did. It was a Barbie dream house with a working elevator and a bathtub that you could fill with water. But then you had to get the water out of the bathtub and there wasn't a good way to do that. (laughs) Are you sure you're supposed to put water in it then? I'm pretty sure the box said you could, but just because you could doesn't mean you should. So then we had cake. Everyone sang Lily happy birthday. We typically have a bakery that we go to for birthdays in our family, but this year I decided to mix it up because I have a coworker who makes cakes on the side and she made cupcakes for my baby shower when I was pregnant with Lily at work and she's made a few other treats for the office that I have found to be very delicious. So I was like, hey, can you make me a cake? I need to feed about 30 people and then I also want a mini cake or like a giant cupcake, whatever is easier. So we have something for Lily. Well, so I just said a mini cake or a large cupcake, whatever one's easier. So it ended up being a very gorgeous two-tier cake with paw prints on it because Lily's birthday was themed 101 Dalmatians, which I don't think we've mentioned yet. So it had paw prints on it. It had a nice little collar. I had already purchased a topper from Amazon, so we put that on it. And it was a vanilla cake with strawberry cheesecake filling. It was so good. Yeah, and if you want to see pictures of it, you can go to our website. Yeah. And you did a blog. I did. And we've got photos on our Facebook page. I think I have photos on our Instagram. If not, I will eventually. And so our my coworker made us a two-tier cake that was gorgeous and delicious and fed everybody at the party with some leftover. And a mini cake that was enough to get at least like six good-sized slices out of that we haven't even touched yet. So we're going to wait for Wednesday for Lily's actual birthday. And we'll cut into that one on Lily's actual birthday. That's the end of the week. Yep, that was our week. There's a lot going on. A little bit. Lots of craziness getting ready for Lily's party. So now it's time for what's bugging Caroline in children's TV. Caroline, what is bugging you in children's TV? I mean, lots of things. I get the Reading Rainbow song stuck in my head now. We started watching Reading Rainbow with Lily, but Lily really enjoys it and I really enjoy it. So it's fine. Allegedly, while she kind of sang the Reading Rainbow theme song with mom on Wednesday. In her own words. Yeah. Um, apparently there's lots of bow. <laughs> um, bow, 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 whatever floats her boat. She has not done this for us which is very frustrating because we want to see the adorableness as well. But we're about done with the episode of Sesame Street that we are currently watching where the kids put on a play at the beginning of the episode and then they tell the adults, hey, you should put on a play. And the adults are like, maybe eventually we'll do that. And they're like, well, you should do one now. And the adults are like, well, I guess we could do one sooner rather than later. So the adults put on a play. And in this play, they're trying to make the daughter of the king or the princess laugh. She's from Brooklyn. Yeah, she's from Brooklyn. He's from England. Accent wise, it's very confusing. But ignoring all of that, um, there are some funny things that happen that should make Princess Gina laugh, but do not. And so towards the end of the show, when Big Bird and Baby Bear are like, oh my goodness, is she ever going to laugh? I like plays with happy endings is she gonna laugh and big bird's like well maybe maybe i can help so big bird joins the play he's in the audience he's in the audience he's not part of this play they made a very big show of kicking them out of any kind of rehearsals because the kids wanted to see the rehearsals and the adults were like no go away and so big bird teaches gina how to laugh because gina didn't know how to laugh but were the grown-ups hoping that big bird was gonna step into the play did Big Bird ruin their ending for the play? Re- release, release the the JJ cut. Yeah, like there could. I I don't know what was their plan. I'm just very confused. 
I mean, it all works out in the end, but definitely lots of poor planning. And I'd like to teach my daughter to be a better planner than that. Because if she's like me, she's going to be a disorganized mess sometimes. Well, I mean, sometimes if you do improv, you don't know. You don't know a lot of things. This is true, but this was a play that they had rehearsed. They should know what was going to happen. You can still rehearse improv. They should have had a plan. (laughs) So that's what's bugging me. So, Joe, I noticed that you have an adult beverage that looks a lot like my adult beverage. What are we drinking? We are indeed drinking the same thing. We are both drinking a Spaten Oktoberfest beer. Ooh. It is a Marzen, which is a traditional Oktoberfest style, brewed in Munich, Germany. ABV is 5.9%, which is surprisingly low. I think it's low for a German for a German beer. I don't know. For an Oktoberfest where they're like, here, drink 20 of these, they probably don't want it to be like super high. But it's delicious. But it is. before we go into that, so th- this is the description that I found. Our Oktoberfest beer created in 1872 is the world's first Oktoberfest, Martzen beer brewed for the greatest folk festival in the world. No Oktoberfest may begin until the mayor of Munich taps the first keg of Spaten Oktoberfest beer. Amber in color, this medium-bodied beer has achieved its impeccable taste by balancing the roasted malt flavor with the perfect amount of hops. Having a rich textured palate with an underlying sweetness true to tradition. I mean, there's a reason why this one's our favorite, or one of our favorites at least. It is good. I found it at Kroger. I almost passed it by, but I grabbed it anyway, just a six pack. It's in the green bottles, which we talked about a little bit in our homebrewing episode. Yeah, they don't block out the light as well as the brown bottles do. Yeah, it's good. It's not skunky like you sometimes get in the green bottles. Yeah. It's exactly how I remember it from last year. Our previous years. I don't think I had it last year. I'm not sure. I feel like it's been a hot second since we've had it. But we had Spaten at Schwaben Day. But it was, it was an Oktoberfest. It's good. It's very... I was surprised Kroger had it. I feel like Kroger is working on getting more craft beers, though. So they they try to have a really good selection. They're trying to be competitive. Cheers to the weekend. And Lord, help us in the week ahead. Because starting tomorrow, we are going to have to do it all over again. More crazy adventures are ahead. And we will make sure to share them with you each week right here on the Craft Parenting Podcast. All right. So now we are going to talk all about me and my birthday. So my birthday is September 15th. Right before summer turns into fall. Sometimes the hottest part of the year. It just kind of depends. I was going to say, usually it's really sunny during the day, so it's really warm. But then at night, it gets really cool. So the day and the night can have a 20 degree difference. It's the time of year where you have your heat on in the morning and you turn your AC on in the afternoon. Because when you wake up, it's a bit chilly outside. But by the time the day gets started, it's nice and hot. Right. So the last couple of years, the last probably 15 years to be exact, usually I spend my birthday at Kings Island for PNG Day. And Kings Island is an amusement park located in north of Cincinnati. And is that Mason? Is that it's Cons- Warren County. I think it's Mason. I guess it could be considered Mason. So Kings Island is a famous amusement park. Oh, they have a, a variety of rides. The Brady Bunch visited. Yes, that's my favorite factoid about Kings Island. The Brady Bunch visited and I think Mr. Brady had a business meeting at the Great Wolf Lodge, which is that hotel. Well, before it was the Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. I don't remember the episode. I just remember them riding the racer. Yeah. But they also have the Beast, which is the world's longest wooden roller coaster. Yes. And they use to have the Son of Beast, which was... It was the only wooden roller coaster with a loop. Yes. And they tore that down. It had some issues. 
It kept breaking down, right? It kept breaking down. They kept having to change how the cars went into the loop as far as what speed they were going. People complained it would hurt their neck. I rode it a handful of times before they shut her down. It was fun. It was interesting. I remember it not being fun. (laughs) You're also very tall. So that also changes how you experience roller coasters. It was very bumpy and there was no room in the car. Because you were tall. Yeah. I was riding with my dad, who was also tall. I also remember, if you can remember this far back, you remember King Cobra? Uh, I was not tall enough to ride King Cobra, which is still a sore subject for me. So <laughs> I'm going to need you to chillax. That was a standing roller coaster where you stood and you did all kinds of loops. Yeah. And the summer before they tore it down, I was a smidge too short to ride it. And then the next year, it was gone, never to be seen again. Usually P&J Day falls on my birthday or the weekend of my birthday. So every year they rent out the park because they are headquartered in Cincinnati. So they have a significant amount of employees here. So they every year they rent out the park for the weekend. And it usually falls around your birthday. That's literally the only time that I go to the park. Yeah, we don't really go a lot during the summer. Maybe next year we'll go during the summer and we'll take like Lily to their water park. We never get to see the water park. Yeah, the water park is closed at that point in September. I think they close. Usually all the water stuff closes around Labor Day. I would imagine Kings Island would be the same. Yeah. But sometimes it gets hot enough for it. But So we go on the log flume or whatever. Yeah. But one of my favorite birthday memories at least was seeing Metallica in concert in 2009 and to Caroline's annoyance we still listen to that show we can hear Joe Cincinnati are you here to give us your best that's why we're here Metallica's here to give you our best and that's all we ask back man We're going to make some big history tonight in Cincinnati with your help. Are you with us? Are you with us? Metallica is rich enough that they can record every concert that they do. And then just release it to all the people that went out to the concert. Yeah, so it's included in the price of the concert ticket. So... That was really exciting. Ten years later, almost exactly, you and I saw him and you were pregnant with Lily. Yeah. So Lily's first concert was Metallica. You poor, poor child. I love you. (laughs) I'm so sorry that I subjected you to that. That was probably one of the best concerts that I've been to. I will say, I think Lamb of God was opening for them that year. And it was Lamb of God and a French band called Gorgia, I believe. I wasn't there. I don't know. We were late and we just barely got to see Gorgia. I I think that's how you say it, Gorgia. I don't know. But it was a fun concert. My earliest birthday memory was when I was probably four, maybe three. I think I was four. We were living at our old house in Dallas. High, which is a suburb of the city of Cincinnati. And my best friends in the whole world at the time were coming over. They lived across the street. We went outside to wait for them. And when they started walking across the street, I got really excited and ran into the street to say hi. And I got yelled at a lot. <laughs> well, you ran into the street. Yeah, it wasn't like a, we lived in a cul-de-sac. It was a through street. So the cars, they, they were pretty frequent, I believe. But they were walking over and I met them like halfway. So if they were going to get me, they were going to get them. Wow. Like that makes it better. Listen (laughs) to your parents. Don't almost die. I mean, I'm glad you didn't and you're still here. I almost did die at Phillips, which is a swim club that my grandma belonged to. And we purchased like guest pasts too. Mm -hmm. We were on the side of the pool. I was little, probably four. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) four or five maybe and I was jumping off the side and she was catching me and she was talking and I got out and I thought she was going to catch me and she was talking and I jumped and I almost drowned. (laughs) I'm glad you're still here. Kind of a weird birthday. 
kind of just a weird time in Cincinnati history, really, was the year of the hurricane, as I call it. Yeah. It wasn't really a hurricane. It was the remnants of a hurricane. We were on the wrong side of the hurricane. It was this ginormous windstorm that came through September 14th. So it was the day before my birthday. And I was working at a, a local pizzeria and I was cooking in the kitchen and the power went out and we were like, we have to save the food. So we had to scramble and get all of the, the food in the refrigerator, but we couldn't keep opening the refrigerator. We had to do it all at once. So we had to load all the food up onto the carts and it was just a chaotic mess. Well, and spoilers. Yeah, they probably had to throw away all that food anyway because the power didn't come back right away. No, it didn't. I think they were hoping that it would. Yeah, I mean, there's always that like hopeful anticipation of the power will come back. It'll be fine. But after like an hour, it was pretty clear that it was not going to come back anytime soon, at least. I remember moving my car because my car was under the wires. There was like a telephone pole in the back. Yeah. So I remember them saying it's really windy. You might want to move your car. Nothing fell or anything. Thank God. But I, I did move my car and I remember the servers scrambling trying to get you know payment and stuff they're writing down credit card numbers <laughs> which i don't know how that worked out for them i don't know either i bet a lot of people had cash back then this was in 2008 right yeah because i was a i was a freshman and that was between schools yeah and i was high school had started for my senior year and then we missed a week of school because the schools had no power and then even once they did get power they had to throw away all the food and then wait to get in food so they could feed all of the students yeah so i was at work and chaos happened then i went home and my birthday cake was in the oven my mom was making me a birthday cake <laughs> i don't think my mom put it in the oven soon enough so we had to pitch it and i spent my birthday in the dark i mean it was a nice candle lit evening with your family i don't know eventually we figured out that my grandma got power oh sweet. oh yeah because you guys all hung out there for a while yeah, so after, I think, so Sunday, the power went out. Monday was my birthday. I think on Tuesday, they restored power to my grandma. Oh, yeah, because Wednesday-ish. Yeah, Wednesday we had power at work, so I went back to work. And then Thursday we got power back at the house. Or it was late on Wednesday. I was asking my mom, mom if I should microwave food at work to bring home so we could eat something warm for dinner. And she was like, no, we'll be fine. And then later that night we got power, I think. Yeah, so we lived at my grandma's house. We were able to shower with warm water. <laughs> How nice that must have been. Though it was funny when I went into work on Wednesday, because I was just part time. The employee bathroom was full of hair dryers and curling irons and hair straighteners because the women that worked there didn't have power at their houses. So they did their hair as soon as they got to work. Yeah, I remember my mom drove me over to La Rosa's where I worked in White Oak and I worked on a Wednesday and they were closed. I guess that was, they had the same problem that Coleraine had. Yeah, I mean, because it's once you, even if you have power, you still have to wait to get in food and wait for your fridges to get to temp and clean out your fridges. Yeah, but they didn't have a way to, I guess, contact us. I kept calling the, the, the restaurant to try to get a hold of someone. No one was there. Well, yeah, well, one, no one's there. And two, odds are high the phones that they use are plugged into a bank that requires power. So at the time, my mom worked for an insurance company and all of their phones required more electricity than what the phone line puts out. Because for the most part, the phone lines were still fine. But since everybody had cordless phones, their cordless phone wouldn't work because the base didn't get any power from the wall. But if you had a corded phone, you were fine. They had a corded phone on the wall. No, no, no. I'm saying there's a separate bank. Like that corded phone goes into a plug, but that plug goes into a switchboard. And the switchboard is what needs power because the switchboard says which phones are supposed to ring based on what number gets called. I don't know that we had a switchboard. You probably did because the problem that my mom's insurance agency had was that even though they couldn't, like they didn't have power, so they couldn't get to their computers or anything, but they also couldn't use their phones because their phones were too smart so fortunately at the time mom didn't really get rid of a lot of things so she still had two corded phones holed up in the closet 
So she had to bring those two phones to work so they could plug them directly into the phone line, like the main phone line, not the switchboard. So they could take calls from clients who were giving them, who were trying to make claims for property damage from all of the wind. And so they're like in the dark by candlelight, writing down people's contact numbers and policy numbers. So once they get power, they can start filing all of these claims. That was crazy. Yeah, crazy times. I remember, of course, I remember we didn't have batteries. Of course we didn't. Of course you didn't. Why would you need those? (laughs) So Sunday, I had to drive out and risk my life to get batteries. The Kroger and Mumford Heights did not have them. I think they were closed, actually. Kroger and Mumford Heights, they were closed. So I'm like, Mom, where do I go? She's like, there's a Kroger on Glenway. So I went over here by us to... Where we we are now. Yeah, yeah. And God, people just didn't understand that a flashing red light meant stop. Or if there's nothing there, you still stop. Yeah, that's the way this works. It's a stop sign. Like people did not understand that. No. (laughs) I almost died. (laughs) Um, That seems to be a running theme, doesn't it? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So another thing we wanted to talk about, which we kind of already talked about a little bit, but we can talk about it again, was my surprise 25th birthday that you and Matt surprised me with. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, but yeah, basically Matt found out that if you're 25 and unmarried in Germany, if you're a woman, you're an old Bach or a cigarette Bach is what they use, which is weird. And I'm so glad that I got married before I turned 25 because Matt would have put on a party but if you're a guy you're an old sock so while we were engaged and had a date to be married you weren't married which meant it still applied to you because we checked the rules and so we had a sock themed birthday party where there were socks all over the house my dad helped decorate and they threw socks into the moving fan so it would scatter (laughs) them throughout the room Very highbrow decorating. Yeah, and a sock landed on top of the ceiling fan in the sunroom and above the doorway. Two socks did, right? Yep, and the socks didn't, above the doorway, didn't fall down until we started using the sunroom more because we had the yard fenced in. So we were letting the dogs in and out a lot and we would leave the sunroom, like the glass doors open throughout the day, but the screen doors closed, so it got a breeze. But the one on top of the ceiling fan stayed until Larry cleaned the sunroom for us before Lily's party. Yeah, the goal was to leave them all up when we showed the house, when we went to sell it. Yeah, I mean, it was going to be like, here, this is why you want to buy this house. (laughs) And now it's gone. Of course, the socks did not fit me. They they were for you. You you purchased a bunch of socks. Yeah, I mean, I'm still using those socks. Not today, though. Today, I'm in my baby Yoda socks, but I still wear the socks from that party seven years later. But it was my birthday, and you've got you socks. <laughs> hey, it was a lot cheaper to buy women's socks in bulk than to buy men's size extra large socks in bulk. Though really, at this point, even if I have to buy a cargo container, are full of men's extra large socks it would probably be cheaper just because it's so hard to find socks that fit you so i guess now we're going to talk about my interests that's up to you you run the show i run the show okay unless if i tell you otherwise so i'm really into music though i don't play anything thing consistently these days i played the clarinet since the fifth grade and i did concert band throughout grade school so fifth sixth seventh and eighth grade and then when i graduated i went into high school marching band where i did marching band concert band jazz band sometimes they called it stage band nerd pep band for basketball i never did the they they had a musical every year sometimes the band did the music for that sometimes they hired out because the music for like broadway shows that's really difficult it can be yeah but i think the first three years in high school so freshman sophomore junior the they had the the band help i guess play the music Mm -hmm. was a very small group of people i did not do that but it was a lot of fun we also competed on the marching band so we traveled every saturday the season that we well most saturdays of the season probably did like four or five competitions a year yeah 
We went the state once our junior year. Ooh. I didn't realize this, but they let eighth graders join the marching band, but no one told me that. Otherwise, I would have done it. But my friend did, and they played Jesus Christ Superstar, and they missed state by a half a point. That stupid. Yeah. So you go to these marching band competitions, and they score you. And if you get, get above a certain score, you're invited to the state competition. Yeah. So even if it's that first competition in early September, you can still be invited and you can you has to be a OMEA certified competition mm-hmm. so I was I was pretty busy in high school but I mostly taught myself how to play the guitar electric and acoustic mostly acoustic I think I like the sound better and I had a little sister at the time and I got yelled at when I tried to plug in the amplifier my dad that I was like can't you play something else <laughs> like dad I'm trying to practice I did briefly take lessons but I was in eighth grade and the lessons were me printing out tabs or asking the guy to write his own tabs, which I'm like, what? Like it was very loose. It wasn't very structured. I mean, people do things different ways. But I don't, I don't really think I learned anything. I taught myself the chords later and I mostly just play when I was learning on private lessons that was called lead guitar. That's what I was interested in. But then later I realized I was more interested in like the rhythm guitar parts so like the chords and stuff Mm -hmm. so I taught myself the chords Uh, I've always liked reading I remember reading Goosebumps in fourth grade our teacher she had her own like mini library and you she had like a little lined notebook where you could check out the books and I would literally read them within a day like Mm -hmm. it didn't take me very long at all I was like the only one I feel like I also read the Redwall books which you didn't I don't think you knew of those I think I knew of them, but I wasn't into them. I never read them. I was more reading like Saddle Club and Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys at that point. Yeah. And then in fifth grade, I discovered Harry Potter. That was when the fourth book was just coming out. So there was a big hype going on. Yeah. And I remember we had the catalog, the Scholastic catalog. And my mom's like, okay. Well, we borrowed, first we borrowed the first book from a neighbor. And my mom read it to me and my brother going down to Myrtle Beach in between the Barney tapes. And you begged your mother to continue reading it to you after you guys got back from vacation is what your mother says. Okay, but she stopped right right as she was about to reveal who the bad guy was. So, you know, you know that chapter. Yeah. I'm like, mom, you can't you can't just stop. <laughs> Every book has a point of no return where you just you just have to continue reading. And in the seventh book, it's like the last hundred pages the, from the Battle of Hogwarts onward. Yeah. Like you can't stop. No. You have to read. Well, I wasn't even at that point yet. And like I remember getting the seventh book and I read it, went to bed, got an oil change because that's what you do when you're a high school kid. Continued to read the book. And I was like at a point where I'm like, I don't I don't know if I can finish this. Like, what do I what do I do? And so I texted my friend and I'm like, hey, what page are you on? And he was like 150 pages behind me. And I was like, oh, I'm on this page. And I don't know if I can keep going. And he was like, wait for me. And I was like, oh, no. I'm going to keep reading. (laughs) I do remember that I got to, in the sixth book, when that first came out, I got to the part where Dumbledore dies, and then I had to go. Spoilers. And I had to stop because I had to go to band practice. (laughs) Obviously, I didn't know he was going to die. Yeah. But I reached... It's, it's funny because you don't know where the point of no return is in each book, obviously, because you never read it before. But obviously, <laughs> that chapter was was it because I got home and I'm like, ah, I have to read the rest. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter just ignited all kinds of things in me where I just wanted to read nonstop. So Harry Potter, Goosebumps led to Harry Potter, which led to, uh, like I said, Redwall was a big one. There's like a million of them that's like a middle age it's like a lord of the rings but with animals and then i eventually did read lord of the rings so good so much exposition slash like scene descriptions but so good yeah it was 
interesting, but I had trouble with it, I think. The movies are a lot better. They actually did a really good job. The Lord of the Rings is like the one movie that's almost as good, if not better, than the book. And that's because they made it a, you know, three and a half hour movie. (laughs) And Harry Potter did not do that. They cut out a bunch of stuff. And it makes no sense. And there's no continuity. And it's annoying. It's frustrating if you have read all of the books because in the third movie all of a sudden they're in jeans this isn't a harry potter podcast we shouldn't dig too much into this because <laughs> we're gonna get off the rails i mentioned the scholastic catalog each quarter or each month our teachers would pass out a catalog mm-hmm. and i guess they would get like a commission or something maybe they would get maybe credit for their library at school uh probably as so many people ordered i, I don't know how it works but but it was like a paper catalog. They printed it out. And my mom's like, you really enjoyed the first one. I'm going to buy you the third one and the fourth one. And she she went to Kroger like right away. And she got me a paperback mm-hmm. of the second one. So my my original collection, you'll see pa- hardback, paperback, hardback, 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 hardback. Which I think we got rid of. We did get rid of our redundant book at some point. Yeah. So I remember that she's like, okay, you read the second one and then I'll buy the third one and the fourth one for you. And I had to wait. I had to wait for the teacher to, I think there's like a two week deadline. So I had to wait for that deadline. Mm-hmm. And then I had to wait for the teacher to send in the money in this in the mail. I had to wait for Scholastic to process it. Oh no. And send it to my house. And I remember. That's not the way any of our Scholastic stuff worked. How did yours work? Uh, we had a scholastic book fair one week out of the year where you get to go to the library once a day and buy stuff that was on the shelf. Nope, we didn't have that. I remember running, getting off the bus, running home and asking my mom, did it come? Did it come? Yeah. So. It seemed like it took forever. I don't think she got it off Amazon. I'm pretty sure she got it in through the scholastic thing. I want to say we got ours at like Barnes and Noble or something. I'm, mom bought me the first book because I was going to see the movie with my grandmother because she had pre-bought tickets. It was the one movie that I watched with her where she didn't fall asleep halfway through because I recall leaving the theater with her and her saying, oh, that's the first time I haven't fallen asleep. And I was like, oh, I never noticed that was a thing that you did. Um, And then for Christmas, I want to say my aunt and uncle got me at least the second book because my mom told him to. And I don't quite recall how I ended up getting the third and fourth book. But my third book was paperback, which was off from all of my other ones. And then I got the fifth one the weekend that it released, but I couldn't get it until Sunday or Monday because I went on a camping trip with my mom's family. So I couldn't get it at the midnight release, which I was very bummed about. Yeah. So for the fifth book and sixth book, my mom took me to Kroger. I mean, that's where I got the seventh book. We didn't feel like waiting at Barnes and at Borders to get the seventh book. So we left and went to Kroger where they were handing them out like candy. <laughs> I feel like we did the same thing. I think we've had this conversation before <laughs> and we did in fact do the same thing (laughs) yeah so we met mark and i we were just like hanging out waiting for it to release the seventh book (laughs) we were just doing stupid stuff just like waiting until midnight and i think we had friends who were supposed to save us a spot but i guess they didn't i don't know how much you could actually do that because like at borders you weren't waiting in a line you had a wristband color and when your wristband color got called then you could go wait in line yeah i don't know that we had a plan you probably didn't you were teenage boys <laughs> so we just ended up going to kroger and, and getting it and i think we still went to borders and the line was huge and we made fun of everyone waiting in line but my brother never got into reading i mean it's not for everybody and it's a matter of figuring out what you can find that you like but he did decide that he wanted to read one time and he stole my lemonese ticket books and, and you still talk about it we've replaced those books joe it's fine now. no we're, i'm missing a bunch i thought we had replaced them you can go down and look They're not replaced. 
Oh my goodness. I was going to say a thing and now I don't remember what it is. It's going to be profound. Oh, yeah. So reading is whatever your kid wants to read. If your kid wants to read the back of a cereal box, let them read the back of 50 cereal boxes. If your kid wants to read comic books, let them read comic books. There are words in comic books and you're picking up on social cues based on expressions and pictures that go along with the comic book. If your kid wants to read about video games, let your kid read about video games. It doesn't necessarily matter what they're reading. The important thing is that they are reading and you telling them, no, don't read that. It's junk. Read this instead is not going to be how you're going to instill a natural love of reading in them. That's how you're going to instill resentment in them. So figure out what their interests are. Try to find books that are based around that. It doesn't necessarily have to be stuff at their grade level. They can challenge themselves. They can read lower than their grade level. The important thing is that they're doing it. Yeah, I was never into comic books. I tried and I tried going to the library and it was just kind of overwhelming because where do you start? (laughs) It's very confusing. I don't have an answer for you. I guess you can get like the Marvel Unlimited or whatever. and But still, that's like every Marvel comic ever. Like, where do you start? If you want to read about Spider-Man, like, where do you start? I don't know. There's like 50 Spider-Man number one. I'm not going to be able to answer this question. Okay. And just very briefly, we can talk about my interest in video games. For my, I believe it was my first communion, which is kind of a weird gift, but my aunt purchased me a PlayStation 1 for my first communion i don't know whatever floats their boat and they they hyped up this present very a lot they hyped it up a lot and i'm like what are you guys getting me it was a playstation and i never had any interest in getting a playstation i don't even think i knew what a playstation was i did have before the playstation i did have a sega a handheld sega and i remember taking that on labor day trips and it's currently in our basement and doesn't work if i can get a charge to it it will work it would be really cool if i did i remember very specifically i had the lion king and it was very difficult you had to hop on elephants and zebras and the giraffes were the hardest part and i remember getting a donald duck game where we explored underwater treasure and then of course uh, sonic the hedgehog that was my favorite game so for playstation i was really into crash bandicoot Uh, my cousins were um were also really into Final Fantasy 7 um Tomb Raider later when I got older so I spent a lot of a lot of my time playing video games I think we're pretty much good if we want to move on I'm ready for bed and I have to unload I have to at least attempt to unload the dishwasher before I go to why do you have to unload it because I need to do a last study entry okay so let's move on so that is all about me and how ancient I am I think I've pretty much dated myself i mean i think the first playstation that i really played on was a playstation 2 so yeah you're old yeah i did have a playstation 2 eventually but that was the highest system that i had Uh, i had a playstation 2 and a game boy color um so i think the the playstation 2 was the latest gen that i personally owned i bought it with my own money Mm -hmm. i bought it for specifically the new the next gen tomb raider game which was garbage It was a waste of time, and the story was bad, and uh, it was glitchy. It was just bad. But um, my brother eventually got an Xbox, and I played on it sometimes, but then took it to college, and my sister got a Wii. But And then in 2015, Matt was like, you're getting an Xbox 360. Yeah, that was your wedding present for Is that an a- That's an Xbox One. Yeah, it's an Xbox One. Matt was like, you're getting an Xbox One, so I can play with you online. Because my PlayStation 2 did not go online. I, I was not I was not into that, I guess. I still played throughout college. I still played like my PS1 games, but all my PS2. So now it is time for Joe's Dad Joke of the Week. You look thrilled. I mean, this is my favorite favorite segment of course i'm thrilled all right i'm gonna knock this one out of the park and you're finally gonna laugh <sighs> good luck all right what did one candle say to the other i don't know what don't birthdays burn you up oh my goodness but um good try better luck next time good try <laughs> 
That does it for this week's show. Thanks so much for listening. We want to hear from you. If you have ideas for a show topic, if you have comments about a previous show, maybe you really liked it, or maybe you learned something new, or maybe you just want to say hi, or maybe, or you just want to say hi. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can send us an email at craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at face on Facebook and Instagram at Craft Parenting Podcast to get updates. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Craft Parenting Podcast to get updates on when episodes have dropped, see pictures of our adorable kids, and more. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Share the show with your friends and family. It really helps our show grow. You can also send us stuff to our awesome P.O. Box. So please email us if you're going to send us cake so I know to check the P.O. Box more frequently. All of this information is available on our beautiful website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com. So go check it out. That's where you post the show notes. Plus, I'm, I've been writing blog posts about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the podcast. We are also trying to build up a subscriber email list for a monthly newsletter. We started sending it out at the end of August and will continue to do so each month. So if you want to adventure in your inbox each month, the form to sign up is right there on the homepage of our website. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe to the show. We are listed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about every podcast app out there. And with that, I'm Joe. And I'm Carol. See you next time here on Craft Parenting. At least it wasn't in sync. But I want it that way. I had to. That's backstreet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bye, bye, bye. I, I don't sing that song as well, though. <laughs> it was our work is playing easy listening music. And usually it's either like songs from this century or super old songs from like the 80s. Hey, you're super old. You were born in the eighties. <laughs> um, and so occasionally there's some backstreet boys that come on. Your boy band cred has been card has been <laughs> revoked. I know my boy bands, I promise. But um Oh my goodness. I was gonna say a thing and now I don't remember what it is. It's gonna be profound. Oh, yeah. So <laughs>